Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. Has there been a time in your life where you're sitting there and wondering, why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep dealing with the same thing over and over and over again? Why does it seem like things just aren't changing for me? If you're like me, you have those moments in time in your life as you're going about your life's journey where you come upon the same or similar experiences. Instead, we automatically default to focusing on why it keeps happening. How am I attracting this? Why is it not different? Why am I encountering the same types of people? And we allow that thought process to frustrate us, to stagnate us, to bankrupt us, and to cause us more anxiety, frustration, stress, and angst that it ends up paralyzing us to a point that we feel there's nothing that we can do. That we have no control over the situation. That there's nothing that can be done with the situation, circumstance, issue we are currently facing. I myself am all too familiar with having these moments where all we can think is why, why, why me, right? And it causes us to stay transfixed in that negative thought process that we're not even able to access what is really going on because everything that we go through in life every person that we encounter there is a choice that we get to make whether knowingly or unknowingly on where the trajectory of that circumstance, situation, issue, conversation, relationship, job, volunteer, career, business, ministry, hobby, children, whatever it is. We feel we have no control and therefore no power. 
But what we have to remember is that even in the midst of times where it feels like we don't have any control, that our hands are tied behind our back, that we actually still have some power. We still have an active role in the decision we make, whether it's positive or it's negative. Either way it goes, it is still a choice. And that the only way that choice, that power can be relinquished is if we give it up ourselves. If we surrender it to the situation. If we cease to say or do anything. That is still a choice. If it's subconscious or unconsciously, it is still a choice. And so often we allow ourselves and allow others to talk into our lives that we're powerless. There's nothing that can be done. It is what it is. We say that so often, it is what it is. If it was meant to be, it will be. But how true and how much do we truly believe that statement? Today, I'm going to share about reclaiming your power. And how you still have control of your situations, your circumstances, your issues, whatever is going on in your life right now. Even when it feels like everything is stacked against you and there's nothing that you can do, I'm here to affirm you that yes, there is still a choice, good or bad that can be done in everything we do, in every encounter we have with others, there is still a choice. And that so often we unwittingly give that choice and that power away to others. That sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. Until we take the time to pause, stop, reflect, and assess how it is we do what we do. How we come about the results that we have received thus far. That really helps us to see where our choices truly lie. I can say for myself, as I have continued on this journey of autoimmunity, there were many times I felt that I had no choice, that I had no power, that everything was out of my hands, especially when you're consistently told there's no care for you, there's nothing that can be done, no support or resources are provided 
that you just go into a state of autopilot in merely surviving day to day, doing the best you can with what you have. And even in that, you may feel it's not enough, that you're not making any traction, that you're not gaining or keeping any momentum going. Because you feel like all your power and control has been taken away from you. But sis, I want to let you know today that no matter how dire the situation may seem, no matter how pressurized the situation may feel, no matter how isolated the situation appears to have you, you still have some power. Is it always going to be easy to recognize and maintain? I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes it's going to be difficult, but let me also assure you that it is so worth it. To do what is necessary to remember and reclaim the power that was already yours to begin with. So I'm going to give four keys on how we can go about reclaiming our power. The first one, and you've heard me say it time and time again is to pause stop and reflect we have been accultured in society to just keep going and going and going like we're the energizer bunny that we have no time to stop we can't be still we have to stay in motion we've got to grind it out we've got to hustle it out we've got to slay it out we just got to keep doing the doggone thing 24 8 that it doesn't give us time to really process assess and analyze what we're going through on a day-to-day basis, let alone what we're feeling and thinking in the midst of that situation or trial. Because we are jumping from one thing to the other. We're making sure that every minute of our time is allocated to something. But we don't give ourselves permission to just stop Pause, reflect, and be still. Because it is in the stillness that we get the revelations the greatest. It is in the stillness that we are able to discern and hear God's voice more clearly. Because he's talking to us the whole time. But because we have so much noise going on around us, we can't hear him. And we have to remember that God is a gentleman. He's not going to get a bullhorn to get our attention until he absolutely has to. He's not going to yank us. He's not going to twist our arm. He's not going to do anything that we feel we are not ready 
or not able to do. But he is always with us. He's always for us. And he has never failed us yet. And he has never left our presence. It's just when we're going through so much and we're dealing with the hustle and bustle of life, we actually leave his presence. And wonder why we can't feel him. Because we're not making room for him intentionally in our day-to-day life. We've made the people, places, and things more important than our connection with him. I can say for myself that when I don't have that intentional quiet time every single day, The day could go the same as if I had done that, but it feels like any little issue or obstacle seems way bigger than it actually is. I find myself more irritated by the smallest things. But I'll continue to rush and rush and rush and go from one thing to the next and not give myself permission, let alone the grace to breathe I was in a conversation today and someone asked a pivotal question when was the last time you recall actually breathing so often we don't even realize a lot of the times we're holding our breath all day we're not just actively inhaling and exhaling and taking those deep breaths to reset ourselves. We are holding our breath in the midst of what we're doing. That we have to consciously remember to stop holding our breath and take a breath. That blew my mind, but yet it's so profound because it's true. When we are so involved in everything that's going on throughout the day and we don't intentionally create space to just breathe and rest, we will sometimes forget to do the most basic thing such as actually taking a breath. The second key, which I will admit is going to be The second to hardest key is be willing to do the inner work necessary. It's easy for us to blame everyone and everything in regards to what's going on in our life at that time. It's easy for us to go to that certain channel of the past and hang out with our inner younger selves and reminisce over all that didn't go right in our lives up to that point and just put that channel on repeat and we wonder why we be feeling a certain type of way every single day at certain times of the day when certain things come up we don't even realize that we are being activated and triggered by certain things and happenings going on. And many times we're so involved in making sure 
we're crossing all our I's, we're cross, dotting all our I's and crossing all our T's to make sure that we fit in, that we're accepted, that we're approved, that we're acknowledged, that even if it's to our own detriment, we still keep doing it. Until as we continue to look at the reflection in the mirror and day in and day out and we find that we are losing who we are day by day because we are wearing too many masks to just fit in where we can get in instead of remembering who we are and whose we are and how we are meant to stand apart and be the exception and that sometimes that is going to require for us to take the journey on our own for a while but we're not alone because God is still in the midst but there are times he needs us to himself to help us do that inner painful stretching pressured fire blazing inner work to become the better version of ourselves to burn off those old habits those old biases those unrealistic expectations Those words that were said over our life that weren't true, but we allowed them to create such an indelible mark on our everyday life. But when we actually are intentional to sit at the feet of Jesus, be in his word, pray, surround ourselves with the right people who are going to hold us accountable in love. It is hard for us to be a blessing to anyone else, including ourselves. Because while we're hurting, guess what? We're going to hurt other people, whether we realize it or not. But in order to provide impact and transformation to the people that God has already assigned to you, you have to heal first. Have your cup refilled so that you are able to help the healing process for your fellow brother and sister. But you have to be open and willing to do the necessary inner work daily it does not stop it does not pause you don't become arrived because there's going to be new situations and circumstances hindrances obstacles that are going to come up and some are going to be similar to lessons you've already endured and now it's to focus on the experience and what it was meant to teach you To grow, stretch, and refine you so that you can be fully used by God for his good and for his glory. The next key, which seems simple, but, you know, we make it so difficult sometimes, is move out of God's way. So often we want things to be done in such a way We want it to be done at such a time, at such a pace, that 
without realizing it a lot, we get in God's way and we attempt to take over what's going on. As if we have it better than God does. We attempt to do things in our own strength instead of his strength. And then we get frustrated when it blows up on our face. (laughs) I've done it often enough. That is like, really, hold on, girl. Don't go that. Don't do that again. You already know what's about to happen if you get in God's way again. Because when we get in God's way, we forget that we now are limiting God's power, God's grace, God's love, God's provision over us because now we feel we got it all together and we can handle it from here. But I can tell you there is not one day I can say that was better without God than it has been with him. Days are better when he's in control versus when I want to take control. When I want to have all the answers. When I want to know the outcome. When I want to know the whole game plan. I want to, I want to, I want to. It's all focusing all on me. Instead of leaning in and staying tied into my relationship with God. Going to him with my concerns. Speaking to the right people. To share my concerns with. Who are going to point me right back to the word. And are going to hold me accountable in love. And saying okay sis. Yes this was unimaginable. I can only imagine how you feel. But let's now start thinking about the solution. What can you reasonably do right now? And release the rest to God because even if the situation doesn't change when you allow God to be God to be your heavenly father to be your redeemer it makes everything seem minute so that you can endure and overcome to the other side because remember we already have the victory But so often we go into many situations like we're already defeated before we even begin. You already have the victory. Even if you may lose a couple battles, it doesn't mean the war is over. That you should just submit and call it a day. Because every day that you are still living and breathing. That is another day to fight for the greatness that is within you. That's another day to fight and advocate on your behalf. In behalf of those who are dealing with similar things as you. It's another day to fight, to tell your story, and be a testimony to someone else who is currently going through the same or similar test. You 
already have the victory. No matter how bleak the situation might be, you already have the victory. And the final key, which also includes giving ourselves some grace, is to trust the process that God has you on. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly where you need to be. He knows exactly the pace you need to take. He knows exactly the space you need. He knows exactly the resources to bring into your path and help you recognize them for what they are. He knows all and is all and continues to be our banner of hope. In times of trouble, he is still the lifter of our heads. He still is the source of our strength and the strength of our life. He is our everything and the reason for our being because we are a physical representation of who he is on this earth. And that when we come from a place of love, of serving, of trusting, of compassion, understanding and empathy we are better able to meet each other where we are and love us to our greater that we can stand confidently in who we are to be of service to others and to those who are already tied to us to help them go from their breakdown to their breakthrough And in trusting the process, we also have to trust the progress of the process. Nothing happens overnight. It takes time. It takes persistence. It takes discipline. It takes diligence. It takes perseverance. It takes tenacity. It takes faith. It takes belief. All of the above. And using all the keys I've discussed today together in conjunction with one another to continue the forward momentum of you being the better you every single day. And in turn, helping others to be the better them every single day according to what is assigned for their life. As we become more intentional in recognizing our choices and understanding the power that we already have, it will be harder for us to yield our power, to yield our our power of choice to anyone or anything. Because we already know what is true, what is right, and what is pleasing to bring glory and honor to our Creator who has us here for such a time as this. I hope that this episode is of service to you today to remind you of how great, how amazing, how phenomenal, 
and how powerful you truly are. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what you are currently enduring, you will get to the other side because you already have the victory. Thank you so much for spending a part of your day listening to this podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and I do not take it lightly. And I hope that you continue to soar and shine in everything that you do. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.